Welcome to Jedi, we've been expecting you. You're listening to the Star Wars Exchange Podcast with your hosts, Mike and Ari. Your escape to that galaxy far, far away. Okay, shut that thing off and grab some seats. What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to the Star Wars Exchange for another Ahsoka after show. Another banger, another great episode, another week. Me and Mike are here to talk about it. Speaking of, Mike, buddy, how are you going this week? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. It's, again, I'm. it's going to be really sad when the show ends and we don't have Ahsoka to talk about. But I was really tired today, but um, Ahsoka definitely lifted my spirits and what a great episode. I just had so much fun with it, and I can't wait to talk about it. How about you, Ari? How, how's it going for you? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Um, you know, almost finished the semester at, at university, which is good. Traveling through that, Ahsoka is definitely getting me through. And yeah, oh man, I'm so excited to talk about this. There's so much to break down. So much is going on in this show. Um, so let's just begin in doing so. Talk about our overall thoughts. What were your overall thoughts on episode seven or part seven today? Um. I mean, I I just can't wait to watch this as a movie because obviously it continues right where the last one um, left off. Um, it did everything I wanted it to. Um, and I wasn't, I mean, I like love Thrawn last week, but I wasn't like so on board with him. And then this week I'm like, oh man, like it just it feels like um, the Thrawn that we met in Rebels a ton. It just, it feels like that character when he's like, hold off the attack pull back the fighters like it's just like oh it's it's just reminiscent of that dynamic that Thrawn had with Price during the first episode of season three steps into shadow when um he was like telling um Price what to do and and telling her to pull back the fighters and and um Admiral Constantine was like like what's Thrawn doing like why not attack like it's you know, there's a plan at play. So I, I kind of love unraveling Thrawn's plan because there's always like a surprise in there. Um, at least that's what um, Rebels did and stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, the books as well, but it, it was just cool watching it unfold in the series. Um, Ahsoka, I am loving Rosara Dawson's Ahsoka. Like I'm fully on board with this white Ahsoka, this Gandalf Ahsoka and just, Again, I feel very, I have to say this again, I feel very vindicated for being um, one of those people saying like, hey, Ahsoka's character, we don't know how much she changed um, after her duel with Vader. And she was just like in a dark spot. And then she was enlightened after her meeting with with Anakin and, and putting all that to bed, you know, and, and making peace with that whole ordeal. Like that was just so cool to see. And 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 very touching um so so cool that she's like making all these quips when she's flying with with um Huang and and i'm just yeah i'm just vibing with it so i really love um rosario's ahsoka like i'm on board like i just i want more of her and all that and ezra <laughs> again <laughs> i i think he's perfectly written it feels like a continuation of that ezra that we met in in rebels like grown up older and he <laughs> Like the way he t- engages with those um, little creatures, it's just so reminiscent of of Ezra Bridger. Like I'm glad that um, those creatures exist because we get that like energy, that kid energy from Ezra. That kind of inviting, um, always you know, as Kanan said, he has a talent to connect with things, and and there he is with all his little friends. So and and Sabine, I I think Sabine is like perfectly perfectly casted, like uh what's her name natalia who's playing her natasha natasha she's done such a fantastic job with with the sabine character like i she just captures all of sabine's um energy so all around very great episode um one of my if not my favorite i just had fun with it i my surround sound was on um the room was dark it just felt like i was watching um a movie and everything was just kick-ass so I really, really love this episode. And the and the hologram stuff with Anakin at the beginning, great stuff. Mm. Yeah. How about you? What, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. Like, I just, my, I have a, a few just like big thoughts. I, I think my number one 
thing with the show that I just love so much is how well paced it is. I think I've said it most weeks on the pod, but the show is just paced so well. Everything is is put into place. The show's really well edited. Um, even like look at how many storylines were juggled in this episode and how free flowing it still felt. Like that's really props to every everyone working behind the scenes on this show. Dave Filoni, of course, uh, a big part of that. But no, yeah, I and man, yeah, Mike uh, Strader was like, I think that was one of my favorite episodes, and I was like, man, like just as a cre- as a credit to how good the show is, I like I couldn't even think of like I was like, is this my favorite episode? I don't know, like because every episode just slaps. Like I think maybe episode three, I still liked it, but it wasn't like it didn't really uh, knock my socks off. I suppose every other episode though. I have just been devoured and this was just yet another one. And yeah, th- this is definitely up there for, for one of the better ones in, in the series. though, no doubt. Um, oh, I completely agree with everything he said about Ezra. It just feels like the perfect continuation from rebels, which is just great. Um, and those, and those creatures, the naughty, those are just, uh, they bring the best out of Ezra and they're also just adorable and, and just fun clone wars, rebels feeling type creatures that are awesome uh, to, to just have them be around um yeah i guess my biggest uh, thought story-wise though is man it, it's really starting to feel like ezra or and even the the gang or maybe just ezra isn't making it home for whatever reason in the last episode he took a moment to stop and tell sabine i just can't wait to go home and then again at the end of this episode i just can't wait to go home it's making me uh start to think this series might end with uh, whether ezra dies or if just ezra or the whole crew is abandoned in this galaxy whatever it is the Purgle, they ran away at the start of the episode, so um, and that might be the way the, uh, the Filoni is is showcasing to the more casual audience. This is how how dominant Thrawn is. That yeah, it, it was that easy for him just to go, all right, do this, this, and this. These guys are stranded here. We're back to the to the actual galaxy. I don't know. Anyway, so many thoughts. Um, one other quick one before we, we do a deeper dive was, and I'm curious to hear what you think about this. This Mike, everyone all week talking about. Those stormtroopers are like it's a resurrected army by the the Night Sisters, and not that I would have hated if that happened, but I just thought, oh, I don't, I don't know about that. And it could still be the case, but I think this episode pointed pretty clearly to that not being the case. With they, there was a lot of them dying, and it's not like that green dust was you know coming off of them or whatever it was. So, did you do you think that that theory is debunked now, or what are your thoughts? And what did you think of the theory in the first <laughs> place? Because we didn't even talk about it last week. I didn't even know that. That's how out of the conversations and uh, talk that I am with Ahsoka. I literally just talk about Ahsoka here and only bounce back off Ari. And I don't, I haven't watched any after shows. I haven't just, I just haven't had time. So I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, um, it's been like we even had it in our comments last week. It's been going making the rounds, really, all the corners of the internet. Sorry, yeah, it's not I just get... one thing I read. <laughs> it's it's been everywhere. I did really um well first of all sorry about the comments thank you for whoever commented but um that's interesting that would have i would if that was the case i would have been totally cool but um with that it totally makes sense um but it makes sense that it's not at the same time so that that's actually pretty cool but i think i mean thrawn survived and 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 the window was busted open. I'm sure all the people below deck would have survived as well, the stormtroopers. So, um, yeah. and also I forgot to say last week on the stormtrooper note. Told, have you guys ever read uh, Death Troopers from the the Legends uh, series or from the Legends verse? Now, that's actually a very like now that Halloween's coming up, you should totally read that book. It's 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 horror it's 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 like a zombie apocalypse but in star wars zombie stormtroopers it's a it's a very good book i had a, a good time in it uh with it and uh yeah it, it's it's very reminiscent of like the eeriness of those stormtroopers that were there and in an abandoned in the i don't know it just it, the bad the star destroyer feels abandoned and all that and that's kind of what the book um kind of the atmosphere is anyways so good theory, but obviously, yeah, I would have totally been on board for that. I gotta say yeah. that that's actually pretty cool, but I totally makes sense why that's not the case. Yeah, I think I, I would have been on board too if, if they decided to do that. I think I was slightly reluctant just because of the the thought of like everyone on that Star Destroyer died and Thrawn is the only survivor. I just I didn't vibe with that for whatever reason. I thought, nah, like let's it would be cool to like just I don't know, maybe in the future we get a from a certain point of view story of one of Thrawn's stormtroopers who was just abandoned in an unknown galaxy with him for like 
10 years or whatever. Like, I'm like, that's cool to me. But, you know, it looks like that is the the route they're taking. Anyway, let's get uh, diving into this episode because there's so much to talk about. Uh, and yeah, the first five minutes of this episode were great. We had Hera we pretty much had to present herself to, I don't even know what the, the like the Senate Council or whatever um, with Mothma, Ziono, um, et cetera. Um, she, she's presenting her case. Ziono is just like on on her backside about it. Will does not want to let down on, I don't know, doesn't want to let his guard down and he's really unhappy <laughs> with Hera. Um, but then, uh, surprise, surprise, 3PO comes and saves the day. Um, 3PO through the form of a uh, Leia, of, cl- of course. And then Hera seems to have gotten off just fine, which I kind of, pre- I'm kind of glad they went this route. I didn't want to spend forever on this Hera having to defend her honor as a general or whatever. I was kind of, I like the way they played it out, and now she can appear in the finale in in whatever form that she does, um, and that can sort of just, I don't know, she, 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 we don't have to go through a whole thing with her. Um, it was cool to see three PO again. I'd say uh, Mon Mothma. She doesn't feel exactly like the continuation of the Mothma we get in Andor. However, I still really like, uh, I still like and I understand, you know, a lot of times pass and it's a different galaxy and whatever it was. And also Chopper was great for, for his little cameo when Ziono said, oh, just a droid or whatever. And it, I had subtitles on it said, Chopper interjects angrily or like something like that. I thought that was great. So yeah, that whole opening sequence, really good stuff. And I'm, I'm I like narratively where that went. How'd you feel about it all? Yeah, no, you're so right about Mon Mothma not really lining up with that and or Mon Mothma, but she certainly lines up with the Rebels Mon Mothma. So mm-hmm. uh, at least for me, at least I, I found it that way. And I love um, that we kind of see more of uh, Hera and Mon Mothma's kind of relationship unfold here. And Mon Mothma was like, I don't know what you and Leia have at play here, but, <laughs> you know, I kind of like that. But, you know, like, again, I, I shared in previous episodes about Mon Mothma in Ahsoka, I don't, I just, I don't get the kind of just the lack of energy from her when she was at the political front lines fighting for the people and whatnot. And I feel like she should treat any danger because she was wrong about the Death Star. Like she was like, oh, we're, it's too early for an alliance. It's too early for for this and that and she needed to be convinced and um it still wasn't enough and i just feel like some i think i don't know this might be controversial but she's kind of a weak leader um i don't yeah that might be controversial <laughs> but she's kind of a weak leader like i love her like i genuinely i love um mom mothma but maybe that's the point that she's a weak leader um so then the new republic falls and and you know because it cracks are glaring at this point and I feel like, you know, it's it's obviously a bit different the politics than when Supreme Chancellor was, Palpatine was at in power, um, but which they took the Supreme, they took that off. I think, um, I think it's Honorable Chancellor or something like that. But yeah. anyways, um, I don't know. I just feel like Mahmoud doesn't have a really control on things, and I get it's democracy. It's they're letting democracy, you know, work out. But it just to me, she just she just lacks energy that's that's it for me but overall this scene was great um i loved it i had a stupid smile on my face when c3po walked in i mean it's it's it would be great to see a young leia at this time like i t- i think they totally should do one um to- we should we should see we, we we've seen a young han solo we've seen a young um uh luke scout <laughs> we unfortunately seen a cgi young luke skywalker <laughs> Um, we seen a little Leia, but I would love to see like a young adult Leia, um, at this time, um, you know, after return of the Jedi, I would totally love to see it. That's not deep fake and all that. I would just love to see, you know, it, it would be very hard to, cause you essentially would be recasting, uh, Carrie Fisher. Um, so it's, you know, it, it, it would be so kind of weird to see at first, but I would totally love it. And, and I think she could be very, um, have a very, um big presence in the story and i think she already has one but i think it would just be she would i think when they they feloni makes that movie i think leia should be in that film it might be stacked but the roster will be stacked but i think you gotta have leia at that time period and leia um and it just uh, leia having involvement in this like bailing Hera out was so 
no pun intended, was so great. Um, I, I it reminded me of of uh, Leia and those uh, in that Rebel episode, just meeting the rebels and stuff, and uh, it's so good. Just I love I love those touches. And Admiral Akbar made an appearance. He <laughs> looked. I don't. I don't know. Was that Akbar? Yeah, that was Akbar. Uh, Same attire, but right. he looked janky. But whatever, he looked fine. <laughs> Just he looked odd, yeah. uh, fish out of water for sure. Um, but yeah, great, great scene. Love the love Anthony Daniels coming back and love uh, the droid, <laughs> the droid stuff there. But uh, <laughs> Senator Ziono, what a jerk! <laughs> yes, he certainly is a jerk. Um, but yeah, now moving on from that out first uh, scene with Ahsoka after we have we haven't seen Ahsoka for practically an episode. Um, and she's training with the hologram of Anakin, which just reminded me so much of uh, when she's looking at the hologram of, of him uh, during Shroud of Darkness, I think the Rebels episode. Um, and she actually says, oh, he recorded 20 of these for me or something like that. So super cool to see Hayden Christensen in the attire, everything like that. And I guess that she still holds on to the parts of Anakin that she loves and stuff, which I think is 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 really nice. Um, but yeah, what do you think of this little training sequence? Yeah, Total, a total callback to that Shroud of Darkness episode, mm. but nitpick to nitpick. Um, I so I retweet everything you said, or what do they call it now on <laughs> on the app? Repost that I repost everything that you just said. But um, my one nitpick was she said this was the last of the recordings, or this was the last recording that he mm. left her. But mm. the Anakin that we see in the hologram and <laughs> oh my god. Such a nerd moment for the hologram. Yeah, no, actually, I know exactly what you're gonna say, though. Yeah, you know that was that was intended to be an older Anakin with the longer hair. Yeah, and you know he had the training gear on and stuff, and that was just meant to be an older Anakin. So I'm like, "Mm, okay, that that wasn't the intention, but all right, but makes sense. Whatever, I don't care. (laughs) But it just, it just, it was, it's, it's a nitpick. Like I said, it's a nitpick. I can, I can totally attest to that. But. But um, overall, great scene. People were wondering if we would see Anakin in the series again, and there's your answer. I hope, I hope he comes in. In I hope we see him like one last time. But that was cool, like that training scene, and he looked just, just I loved it. Like Ahsoka training and kind of just like, well, obviously what Anakin said about like, oh, you know, there's uh, enemies like Grievous. When he said Ventress, I was like, man, yeah. Ventress. Ventress, yeah. I promise you, Ventress is such an underrated right. character to this day. Um, yeah, love the Ventress uh, shout, shout out. That was great. And hearing that come out of Hayden Christensen's mouth, just crazy, crazy. <laughs> um, and it's oh, still yeah. weird to see him and, and Ahsoka interact or just be in the presence of in, in each other in live action. It's still mind-blowing. Like, I'm still very numb from that other episode uh, from a couple weeks ago with uh, the world between worlds. Like mm-hmm. that is just, I don't genuinely like the flashback stuff is like, all right. What I love is the message and I'm just still blown away by like them going back in the past with Clone Wars and everything. And still seeing Hayden Christensen and that attire is mind blowing to me. It's, it's, it's mind blowing. So great sequence. Um, and Ahsoka looks great with the white lightsabers. I, I love the stance that she was doing. Like I'm like, yeah. man, if if I had lightsabers, I would be totally mimicking those stances that she was doing just for fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but getting into the the meat, I suppose, of the episode, Ahsoka and the Purgle, as soon as they uh, exit hyperspace and they're in the new galaxy, they uh, drop out into an or they call it like the landing point or something. They drop into a mine, a minefield, essentially. They call it Imperial Minefield. Um, and they're, yeah, they're immediately under attack. And then uh, Hu Yang says, well, at least the Pergola are giving us cover. And then, of course, they immediately jump away back into hyperspace. I think that might play into the narrative, the fact that they're now gone. And that was sort of our heroes, like one sort of uh, way of getting back unless they were to, uh, you know, take um, Shin and Balans and uh, Morgan Elsbeth's little circle craft thingy. Um, but uh, so that, yeah, that'll be interesting. And then they fly out of the debris and, or they fly into the debris, I should say. And then Ahsoka finds herself stuck there. And then we get Thrawn uh, figuring out at the end of the last episode, he said he wants to know everything 
there is to know about Ahsoka Tano, and then he he finds out, oh, General Anakin Skywalker. And then for those that have read the Thrawn books, not me, I think Mike's read this one. Uh, Thrawn, of course, has a history with with Anakin, and uh, he uh, pretty much uh, plans his approach on how he's going to defeat or hold off Ahsoka um, on on what he knows about Anakin. So, yeah, very cool. What did you think of all that, Mike? Yeah, love the callback to Thrawn alliances, sort of indirectly. Um, yeah, they Anakin and Thrawn have a history together. Um, again, you could read that Thrawn alliances. Uh, they met on Batu um, in a very strange way, and the story takes place after Anakin. Uh, no, after Ahsoka leaves the Jedi Order, um, sometime after. So Anakin's out on Batu in the unknown regions investigating something, and he, him and Thrawn bump into each other, and they rely on each other, and then simultaneously. Uh, Thrawn just got um, demoted because of his loss on Adelon by Bendu, um, and he's paired with Darth Vader for a mission. And um, yeah, genius as he is, Thrawn figures out that Vader is Anakin. Uh, so I hope that comes into play for next week's episode. Um, you know, because I mean, that that's cool that he has that correlation. But did, did you see the way he stopped? Uh, and he was like, Anakin is Ahsoka's master, yeah. and he his eyes just were glaring. He's like, "Whoa, I have, <laughs> I have the game, the long term game plan in my hands at the moment." Like he just struggled mm-hmm. with that. It could have been a random Jedi, like, "Oh, uh, Luminara and Dali, boring, you know, uh, Depa Balaba, boring." All the it could just been a boring situation there, but Anakin, oh, Paul Depa Balaba. <laughs> No, we love, she's boring. We, we love that book, but I'm just saying <laughs> the Anakin uh, story of yeah, becoming Darth Vader and all that. De- Depa, I'm sorry, but she <laughs> she she died, but um, and very grueling in a very grueling way. But you know, Thrawn has such a he just has he just has a long term game plan. He has he he struck gold. He struck the oil. Like it's yeah. right there, Anakin Vader, and and um and plus. Even beside that, Anakin was such a, as he said, a very cunning Jedi, and um, he was um, not outlandish, but he was like just, this is unpredictable. unpredictable. Yeah. So he, Thrawn knows what he's dealing with, and exactly what you said, he's um, everything that he's planning is going off of what um, Anakin would have done or anything. So that's how he uses to yeah. counteract Ahsoka. So that's very good. That that was great, um, and. Yeah, I just I really want to see Thrawn use that notion that because um, I think it would benefit Ahsoka's character in a way like after conquering that whole Anakin situation, Ahsoka did the in past couple episodes to now face Thrawn and Thrawn kind of I feel like he'll kind of use kind of like, oh, Vader was well, how did you feel when Anakin turned to Vader and try to use that against her? And then her being like, nah, I've made peace with it, bro. Like, back off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be, you know, that would be really cool. I don't know if they'll get to squeeze that in and all the madness that's going to happen next week. But that would be really cool if they did. Yeah. No, absolutely. I retweet what you just said as well. Except minus the Depa Balaba hate. Shout oh, out Depa Balaba. We love <laughs> Depa Balaba. Um, but we are uh, moving on from that. We get on to a scene <laughs> with Sabine and Ezra, and they're they're pretty much catching up. This is one of the, my my favorite scenes of the whole show. I'm sure you loved it as well. Um, they, yeah, they're pretty much catching up. We find out finally what Zeb's up to, and he's training recruits. So. Yeah, that that's that felt like a bit of a cop out. I said, oh, I was thinking, come on, Filoni, you know, we all want him in there. Throw him in in the last episode or something. Um, I'm starting to think that's not going to happen though, just with the way the narrative's going. Uh, but at least at least they've got got a shout out or a mention. Um, and yeah, they uh, they they catch up and uh, really, there's there was uh, not a, the, the scene was sort of uh, filling us in with oh so Ezra's found this out and this out and this out just so you guys know it wasn't like we didn't really get to see his reaction to you know he was just oh so now just to summarize what you just said to me Sabine the Empire's defeated but and I was like oh all right all right I right, see what you're doing but anyways um in the midst of this Ahsoka and Sabine make a connection with each other which I thought was was uh cool to see just in the sense of I much prefer Sabine do something like that with the Force than like you know move a cup you know what I mean. But for me, that that felt more um, uh, just emphatic of like Sabine's 
ability or her connection or her progress in her training. I, I really like that. And then, of course, um, they do uh, uh, connect and and they they meet up. And but before they do, uh, Ezra and Sabine are, are attacked. And this whole time, I was, I was I was telling Jasper, Ezra, man, just take the lightsaber off Sabine, please, please. I was dying to see it. But um, eventually, we, we'll get to that stage a bit. He rejects that idea, which I really loved. I thought it was great. Uh, but they're attacked and they are, uh, yeah, I, I don't even know what to say. What were your thoughts on this, I guess? Because um, in terms of, I don't know what to say because I'm not asking you much. But what were your thoughts on just that whole catch up and then Ezra and Sabine getting attacked and watching the two in action again together, I suppose. That's my question. And the Force connection. Bit to dissect here. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to this. Like, by the way, last time I forgot to mention... The entrance was very cool with the space whales. Space whales were great, and I love the way they were exiting. And if you had your, if you have a surround sound or even just a a a bar, uh, I forgot what they call it. Maybe I forgot what it's called. But if you just have, yeah, soundbar, it is amazing. The sound (laughs) effects, like again, amazing. Uh, Just very, very. um, It just it just gripped you. Anyways. Um, the action stuff with Ezra Sabine loved it. I love that. Like, I just want to see. It's like oh, I kind of, I kind of feel a little blue balled with with Ezra and the lightsaber because I want it. Like, I I want it. They're really like, just using using that term we, on the show. We, have, we have used it before. I used and it I in think, code once. <laughs> okay. Um, apologize. Um, I've been blue milked. Is that don't ask uh, if you're if you're a younger listener, don't please don't Google what, what Mike just, just said. <laughs> oh no, um, anyway, yeah, you've been so you've been blue milked. Go on, yes. Um, yeah, with Ezra and the lightsaber, and the way I felt like I just wanted to see Luke hold a lightsaber, um, and and wield it and like cut stormtroopers down and last Jedi and all that, but obviously that didn't happen. And I wanted, I was like waiting for the moment this week that Ezra got to be reunited with his lightsaber and yeah. use it, but that wasn't the case. But he was cool. Like I love. He's like, no, the force is my ally, and use yeah. it. I'm like, you know what? Kanan would be really proud of him because yeah, he Kanan would always try to not really use his lightsaber as much, um, but he would use it, but not as much, and he would definitely just take a measured approach to things and Ezra was just ready to fight with his hands and and the force and that was great and Mm -hmm. Sabine I was like take that lightsaber out like use it and and then she finally did it was a little took her a while it took her a minute but when she got it she got it so that was cool and the fight sequence was great I love that Ezra was like like, let's round up um, because one of them got left behind and I'm like oh this is cool I I love those little creatures um and then the catch up with with Ezra and Sabine, I was like, "Yeah, this is great." Like he's like, "Oh wow, I missed on a out on a lot." And yeah, the writing isn't great because it's like, "Great, recap the conversation for us." Yeah. Um, I would have I would have loved to sit there with Ezra and well, yeah, Sabine exactly. tells him all this stuff because exactly like you said, we want to know. And mm-hmm. um, I think we'll see Zeb next week. There's I, I think there's. There's a I hope so. I hope there's so. a poss- there's always a possibility, but I think there's a big chance we'll see Seb. I, I feel like Hera might tap him to go and and oh, do that's whatever. how they could do it. Yeah, because I was going by the logic of if if our crew gets stranded in the galaxy, but that's a good point. Maybe he, we see him co-piloting the ghost with Hera or something. We gotta we gotta have Steve Blum back. Like we just oh, have to have yeah. him. So I, we already heard him in Mando, but he's just gotta come back. Um, and. I forgot that Zeb was even a Mandalorian. What a <laughs> Zeb's a Mandalorian. No, Zeb is in the Mandalorian. Oh, Zeb's in the yeah. Right. I was like, oh man, did I miss something? <laughs> you missed a couple. Of, we all did. We missed a couple of <laughs> yeah. chapters, but um, yeah. yeah, like it. The again, the chemistry between um, Sabine and Ezra, the the actors that are playing them. It's it's just there. Like it just captures. It really captures that same energy that Ezra and Sabine had in, in the Rebels show, especially in season one. Like, I just feel that, like, bond between them. And, by the way, Ezra Bridger's actor, Iman Isfandi, is an amazing actor. Like, yeah. this is the first thing that I've seen him in, and I'm just totally convinced that he's playing this, not just Ezra, but just playing this character. Like, I'm mm. so, like, just my eyes are glued to 
um, to his performance. Like, it's just great. Like, there's no moment of, like, eh. The moment that I was like, eh, was the hologram thing. But this was yeah. great. Like, this, Iman has, has delivered tenfold. Absolutely agree. Yeah, no, it's been it's been perfect casting. I just feel like the biggest thing is the chemistry, and we'll get to it at the end of the episode. But even that, even further, push the case. And I agree. Like, um, and this is no disrespect to to um, Natasha or or Rosario, but there has been countless moments with both of those actors where I have just had that ooh, sort of sort of moment where. Um, but I feel like that's that's sort of expected when you're doing that transition from live action to animation and someone a new actor is is taking the reins on the role but yeah no i completely agree with what you said it's like i have not had a single moment where i've been like oh that was weird like it's just every moment's been like that is ezra that's ezra uh, and not only is that ezra it's just such a perfect progression of the character i just love it yeah it just it totally fits and i this was the first time ever in the show's run that i was like if this was an animation, it'd be better. Like that thought, I never had that thought once mm, just during this episode. Yeah. Not to say that I wouldn't prefer it in animation. I'm just telling you that that thought never came in my head. Yeah, no, definitely. I think I, I did have that thought. Actually, no, I didn't even have that thought. There was just a few moments where the, the CGI was just a little bit clunky at, at moments. Maybe it's because I'm not watching on the, the highest of definition, I suppose. With, uh, He's with watching my on his laptop, setup, yeah. by the way. I'm watching it on a monitor. <laughs> it's better than a laptop. Actually, no, I watched it on my, my PS5 connected to my monitor. The, the quality is pretty good, but there was a few mo awkward moments of CGI's and those wolves or, or whatever they are. Um, I really love the idea, but they just just moments where it just doesn't quite look look right. Anyway, to put that aside, because I don't want to be a negative Nelly today. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I agree with all that you said. Let's talk about Balin and Shin, because they have an interesting sort of arc this episode. Balin is it's it's getting more and more of a gray area, just a murky area of what what does he actually want? What is going on with him? And then there's you've we've sort of seen the cracks in the relationship between him and Shin have started to form, and now it's really like that that relationship is completely fractured. Now I don't know where they're going to go with that next episode. And yeah, by the way, I, I feel like we say this at the end of every Disney Plus show. But I just feel like next week's going to be such a long episode because it feels like there's so much to cover. Anyway, um, Balin and Shin. Balin fights Ahsoka. He says, well, this is a great surprise. Uh, I'm happy about it, but, you know, now I have to defeat you. All that all, all that sort of fighting talk. Um, and, yeah, so I, I don't know where he is going next episode. Him leaving Shin by herself seems like a really weird decision. I really want to understand more about his motivations. And, and yeah, super interesting interested to see where he goes next episode and then shin i think there's uh there's been talk about her uh being ending the series on on the on our hero side with with sabine ahsoka ezra etc um and i guess this episode i reckon that is gonna be the way it plays out i wasn't really sure if that if that was quite right but after watching this yeah i can definitely see her joining joining allegiance with um ahsoka and ezra and sabine at the end of the series so that was just an interesting encounter. Also, super random, but when uh, she struck Ezra with the lightsaber and then he used the force on it, and then you could see like some of the lightsaber, just the, the effect that had on the lightsaber was awesome. So shout out to, to the visual effects. Um, but yeah, what do you think of Balin and Shin this episode? Do you know where that lightsaber effect originated from? Was a, it, I, I've definitely seen it before. Was it? Is it one of the animated shows? Nope. No? What is it? Tell me. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to stay here for 20 Sequels. minutes. Yeah. The yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Yes. 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 Right. Yeah. When Ray and Kylo were fighting. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I knew I'd seen it before, but I was like in the TV show to see that. I was like, wow. I didn't expect yeah. like, the budget to allow that. You know what I mean? But <laughs> no. I was yeah, very yeah. impressed by it. That, very cool effect. Um, yeah. You know, you can, if you don't, even if you don't like the sequels, you can cherry pick what you, what you liked and all that stuff. And this is one yeah. of those moments that's like, oh my God, like, Thank you, Reza Skywalker, for giving us that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that very, yeah, very cool moment uh, to see. Uh, yeah, very interesting dynamic because I thought they were like not inseparable, but they were like just so in sync with each other's ideologies mm. that it's like, yes, it, this this time and this time came up and it was just so random and it's like, well, you have your own path and I have mine. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. It did it's, feel like, where is that coming from? Right. And, and I kind of feel bad for her because it just felt like he was abandoning her when she, you know, she definitely played that apprentice role 
and um she's kind of like kind of left on her own and he's what was the line he said like uh a rushed victory will lead to defeat or something like a, that a, a rush toward victory will lead to certain defeat something along those right. lines yeah. something like that so um yeah she's always willing to jump in and and kind of just be like not even think about what she's about to do she just goes in and then thinks later and and you know she could get caught in messes and stuff but she almost yeah exactly what happened there she didn't she was like okay well it, oh, yeah it, it, it was just very weird but i'm curious as to because i literally thought balen wasn't even gonna fight ahsoka i think he was gonna be like your friends over. i thought he was gonna help her in a way I thought yeah. that he just wasn't really going to engage with her um, and just be like, I have no core with you. Go. I'm not Thrawn's puppet or whatever. Um, like, go on. So that's what I thought was going to happen. So, and I thought he almost ate it this week when, when Hugh Ang, by the way, Hugh Ang survived. <laughs> <laughs> Spiders. Those, those pilots suck. Let me just say that. They suck. They're, they just kept going round and round and round and round. I'm like, when are they going to actually damage or shoot the ship? And they just landed nothing on that on that T6 shuttle. That was hilarious to me. Um, but yeah, I guess that's Hugh Ang's after piloting for a millennia or whatever. I guess that's, you know, he just has to have this skill. But that cracked me up. Um, so uh, I thought he was gonna eat it when uh, Huang launched flares and all that, but that was a really cool getaway where Ahsoka's like, "I don't have to defeat you," and she runs away. That was very cool. Mm -hmm. That's where I, I noticed the wolves, whatever they are, um, that CGI effect didn't look so good because Ahsoka looked weird running down the hill. Yeah. Anyways, um, oh, yeah, that was that. Sorry, that was just pretty much the exact shot that I was thinking of when yeah. I was talking about the CGI. Yeah. yeah, that was odd. Um, but but Shin. Very curious in her character. I don't, I don't like, I don't. Uh, next week, there's just gonna be a lot to do, and I really want a nice cap on these two characters on Balin and Shin. Mm. Um, I've been, I've been very, I think they've been one of the most intriguing aspects of the series so far. Um, so I really want to see their story wrapped up nicely and. I don't know who would who would eat it. I don't really see Shin joining Ezra and and Ahsoka and mm -hmm. Sabine. But I was like, when Ahsoka was like, oh, don't shoot her. Or like, don't go after her. I was like, why not? Like, why did you guys let all those stormtroopers run back? Like, or even the shuttles. I'm like, why didn't Ahsoka and Ezra, like, use the force to keep the shuttle down and, and keep it for themselves just for whatever, destroy one of them? I'm like, mm -hmm. whatever. You know, it's just Star Wars logic, like always. Um, <laughs> I, To me, I was sort of like, yeah, I, it just made sense with, ahsoka's character and i don't know maybe this is this is just me uh, clutching at straws here but i sort of just felt like yeah fair enough jedi way let them go type deal like they're just yeah i mean I don't know. no for sure i'm just like there's be there's a way of being a jedi and a way of being smart and, and they, <laughs> yeah. it just well man have you watched smart. the clone wars the jedi are not very smart <laughs> yes i think i watched it a couple times yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah that, that but, but but balin yeah balin I genuinely i'm confused by his character i have like really no take because i if he let shin he was gonna let shin go off to her demise i literally thought he was just not gonna fight ahsoka um and even Thrawn was like we're missing lord balin in the battle and i was like oh okay uh so i don't know if he was he's gonna get reprimanded what's his play his play is he wants to put an end to this cycle and I don't know if that means that he thinks by joining Thrawn, he's going to put an end to that cycle or he's going to kill Thrawn and take over his little stunt or movement to put an end to the cycle of rise and falls of empires. I don't know. Like it, I'm very intrigued. I love this. I love that we get to sit here and talk and that the path isn't so direct, but, and I, I trust Filoni, but I really hope that it's, resolved um and it, we're not left in the in the dust about it i don't think everything needs to be spoon-fed to us and i'm not saying next week he sh we should be spoon-fed but we should be given something about what balin i don't want this to be a loose end that we talk about in a couple years yeah whatever happened with balin remember when he said this yeah, cool yeah, line yeah. and it went nowhere like you said the cool line 
not follow up on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, circle back. He said something about starting a new beginning, didn't he? In the right. in the last episode, like, yeah, no, I'm with you. I think I feel that way with with everything in a way. Like, I'm perfectly fine for there to be sort of a cliffhanger with sort of like Ahsoka and, and Ezra and stuff into sort of like uh, that that we know is going to be answered in, in due course. But yeah, with those characters in particular, um, I, yeah, I want like a, a nice. Uh, for them to come and circle back uh, that story. And even just, I, I really hope they just stick the landing next week because Book of Boba Fett showed that if you don't stick the landing, <laughs> you can... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Book of Boba showed if you don't stick the landing, like, people will just look back on the series as, yep. as crap. And, and even if they don't, <clears throat> excuse me, next week, I don't think that we will necessarily look back because the series has just been so consistently good, at least from my perspective. But yeah, I just I'm really got my fingers crossed for a satisfying conclusion to the story that allows for you know we we know these this this is just the beginning of Thorn and hopefully Ezra and, and Ahsoka and stuff in this universe, um, but hopefully it leads to uh it leads to something more with still having a satisfying conclusion to this series. Yes. Um, but did you have a thought? Yeah. First of all, Ezra, I just random thought Ezra didn't. I wish they said that. <laughs> this is so random. I <laughs> wish that Sabine or they had meant that they had she could have said it, but I wish Ezra had been like, wait, so Hera and Kanan have a son? Yeah. yeah I would have loved that. I would have yeah. loved because Jason is in the show. It's not like he's a you know, he we haven't seen him before, and then the audience would be confused. That would make sense and kind of not validate his character being in the show, but it would be like, oh, it adds that kind of extra uh, layer of yeah. importance to Jason's character. Yeah. So I just just had a thought. What if Ezra is Jason's master? Oh man, don't don't make me cry. Come that's, on, that that would just be unbelievable. Don't make me cry. That's oh, yeah. that's and and that leads me to my next part. I hope the finale makes me emotional in a way. I love when Star yes. Wars makes me oh, emotional, yeah. gets the emotions out. Kenobi, what a rough series, very rough, but. The finale um, mm. was still rough in ways, but it was very emotional at the end, and it just made me look back on the season in a nice, like in a nice way. It it, it left me enlightened, and it made me cry because I was able to personally connect to the to the ending there with Obi Wan and and Luke saying bye and watching over him. I you know made me and, and being or you know saying bye to Leia as well. Like it just made me cry and, and made me feel emotion i hope ahsoka does that for me like it just i don't i don't want to go into this business i want to cry but i just i want to feel emotion um i want to yeah. feel emotion like i did when ezra and sabine reunited you know i understand that thrawn's the big bad guy and he, i don't know like does he have to win and th- does it have to end on a win from him or mm. defeat i don't know but i i really don't yeah, I don't I don't know about that, but I really just hope it just puts a nice cap on everything. And yeah, as we're saying here, I just want to be emotionally moved by it. Absolutely. I know I'm with you. And one last thought on Jason is maybe Sabine just isn't telling him. And then that leads mm. to like a scene between him and him and uh, Ezra being Ezra being like, do I know you like some, something like that? And then maybe that's that emotional sort of pull that we're talking about. So, yeah, there's still so much to to just be answered and for, to to find out about Ezra. Like this is the main character of a four season show coming back to a galaxy that so much has happened in the last 10 years. Like there's just so much still to be answered, so much still to be done there, so much to play out um, and only one, one episode left. So I'm like, that's why I'm saying, please, please, please be satisfying. I understand there'll be stories coming afterwards, but yeah, let's please get a satisfying end. A few random notes before we continue on with, with, uh, with the episode. I loved in the fight, uh, the when the uh, the Noddy did the slingshot thing, and oh, then yes. Sabine's like, well, "What is that?" And and then Ezra's like, "They're a peaceful people." I'm like, "Yes, like I just love it so much. I just love everything about those did, <laughs> those naughty people." Did you love? Wait, when you say naughty, are you saying like like they're bad? Like those naughty no 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 people? naughty. Sorry, that's my accent. Naughty. That was like the, what they were calling them. N O T I. Why would I be saying? <laughs> the naughty. <laughs> oh. oh no! Oh no! We're... 
the oh. naughty, not so. I understand, but that's that's an. He accent said thing. he really guys. He really said sorry. It's my accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, put that one in the books. That's yeah, funny. That's, that's going in my highlight reel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when you say naughty, are you talking about like they're naughty or like? <laughs> Wait, so spell it out for me. What are these people called? Let me write it down. N-O-T-I. I was reading N-O-T-I. the subtitles. O N O T I. Oh, the not the Nati. The Nati, yeah. Okay, there we go. You see how that's different? All right, cool. Um hey, speaking of, they're peaceful people. They are peaceful people. And I love the callback of that slingshot to Ezra's own slingshot. That was great. Yes. I didn't even think about that. That's man, Come on. I feel like such a fake fan right now. And you um, seem very naughty. <laughs> no, great, great callback indeed. Um, also, before I forget, we've only got one episode left to get our Puffer Pig appearance. It's been seven out of seven. We haven't had a Puffer Pig appearance. Please, Filoni, episode eight, you know you want to put it in. Put the guy and get him off the bench. Exactly. Take him off the bench and put him on. Um, all right. Let's continue on with the, with the episode. It's slight, that was a slight segue, <laughs> but that's all right. We love that. Um, let's talk about Thrawn. So throughout this episode, he is really – you can the, – the wheels are turning in his brain. The casual audience is starting to learn how he operates, how we're going to see him sort of uh, – just how we're going to see him pers- – like. Uh, I guess portrayed throughout all these shows and, and series and movies. Um, and like, this is sort of what it's going to look like is him it, looking at a, at a map going, do this, do that. And then, uh, yeah, I thought, I thought this episode did it well and, and came full circle at the end, but his plan worked. It wasn't like in rebels. I, I was kind of worried we would give going down that same road of let them escape. It's okay. We'll win the next battle. Like something like mm-hmm. I thought it, they were doing that for a bit, but he's like at the end, he, he had that like, uh, villain moment of explaining, well, this is how my plan worked exactly. And I like that that was his plan because he was like, look, I don't really have the resources to just defeat Ahsoka, Ezra, and Sabine all at the same time right now. What I need to do is get off, <laughs> to get out of this galaxy. And what I need is time. He buys himself that time. And we'll talk about it at the end of the episode, but I think he, he might be stranding uh, or leaving stranded Sabine, Ezra, Ahsoka. So uh, yeah, what do you think of Thrawn throughout this episode? And, and now that we've seen a lot more of him, how are you feeling about that live action portrayal? Because man, Lars Mikkelsen, I think he's great. Oh my god, Li- Lars Mikkelsen live action is amazing. And we talked about last week. I love that there's this is kind of like the bridge between Rebels and live action because they carried the same voice actor, and it only mm-hmm. helps us kind of ground us um, that the story is a sequel to to Rebels. Because what a switch up! Like what. What a crazy switch up um, that this is that, you know, it's like if you were reading a book and they're like, oh, we're not actually going to make a book, but we're going to actually make a a series as the sequel. And you're like, huh, I don't even know what this character sounds like, first of all, besides the voice in my head. So, you know, everything is going to be very different. We're going to be introduced to new concepts and all that. And I with that, it was kind of shaky at the start for me for ahsoka with Hera and all that and and i thought it started off strong too though but i was still kind of like eh, like it just doesn't it feels like different characters but now that we're reaching like the end point i'm like or have just spent time with them i'm like that's Hera, that's being that mm-hmm. is thrawn but thrawn has just made it feel all the more like a rebel sequel and it's just funny to me how <laughs> it's like the title is ahsoka and it's just it is but it's not, and it's, and it, you know, it's, I wish yeah. they didn't call it Ahsoka. Really, they could have come up with so many better names. I think we threw one around in the first podcast we did about the show. But I'm, yeah. I'm that's like one of my biggest gripes with the show is the fact that it's called Ahsoka and it just doesn't need to be. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll live with it. Uh, but <laughs> I agree. Um, but but Thrawn's plan too is um, was. Yeah, it just the ending moment where he explains everything totally reminded me of when he figures out who Fulcrum is um, in in Rebel season three, and he's like, "And I will prove that Fulcrum was more useful to the Empire than Callus ever was." Uh, yeah, like, yeah. oh, so cold, you know. And he had that moment. It's like, and 
she bought me something that she doesn't have time i was like oh, oh oh yeah he did it for me he did it for me so lars mickelson and and the the writing like the writing could be so bland for everything else here will be like good luck or <laughs> or you know just the very cliche stuff but with Thrawn, we get the more nuance kind of kind of approach to the dialogue and everything just feels like it matters everything he says um matters and stuff and nothing is relied too much on cliches or or like predictable what he's gonna say so i think his the writing for him and who was the other character that we had said that the writing was oh balin balin and and thrawn the writing is just there it's punctual meaning and and, yeah yeah and you're saying and ezra too you don't reckon the writing's pretty good for him i mean yeah but it's good okay 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 well real quick i want to um i want to go back to one of the points you said about like the transition and everything because I, I felt similar like yeah like these like they feel familiar but not quite the same this episode with Hera like once that scene was over I was like oh my god I forgot that was a different actor because in my head I was like that was just Hera so um shout out to Mary Elizabeth Winstead I think that's her name mm-hmm. uh because yeah I thought that was the strongest she had been all series it was in that scene and I was just like wow this is Hera um but I think mm-hmm. the writing's pretty good for Ezra maybe maybe last episode his one of his first lines of like, it sure took you long enough. I was like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um, anyways, uh, let's let's talk about how the episode ends. It's pretty damn sweet. And it's so felt like the end of a Rebels or a Clone Wars episode. I, mean, I know we say that about so much things. Oh, it feels like Rebels and Clone Wars. But this truly did. I could just imagine like the credits coming in for Clone Wars. Like, or um, or with I Rebels, was waiting um, for that. You're yeah, so right. I exactly. was waiting for. You're so right. I yeah. was literally waiting just for with that. that. Like that shot of the whole, all the community, <clears throat> the heroes in the middle. Even like if if the Rebels credits rolled, it would have fit perfectly. And I was like, man, that that was just so sweet. So and right. the reunion between Ezra and Sabine, uh, Ezra and Sabine. What am I talking? Ezra and Sabine with Ahsoka was great because I was sort of like Sabine and Ahsoka were like taking having yeah. a big chat, and I was like, can ahsoka like you haven't seen ezra for 10 years he's standing right there but then she's like well if i didn't come i wouldn't have had this reunion right here. Oh, and I was like, that oh, was so man. that was so touched that was so good that made me smile stupidly and i just in that moment i felt like crying i genuinely did hell yeah no i but yeah what did you think of, of that ending scene and, and just the whole reunion even with even just the ahsoka sabine one I just said it. I want to cry. <laughs> it was so, it was so good. And, and yeah, like it just, I, I'm, I'm still kind of like eh, about how you said not everything feels like it fits directly, like from rebels. Like, yeah. um, yeah. like as you were saying, like actually it feels a little out of touch. Right. Yeah. Because when Ahsoka was like, you know, like Ezra's like, come and find me. It's like, exactly I promise I will. I was thinking about all episode, you know, and, and that has a double meaning, right? Because it meant like genuinely go find him right now, like yeah. you know. But it also means like, oh hey, like when I'm lost, come find me. So it was like double meaning. That's like when you watch back to series, like oh, wait a minute. So double meaning. Yeah, I'm kind of sad that they didn't follow up on that second meaning of that. I'm kind of yeah, upset about that. But still, I love that duo. That like every time. I watch World Between Worlds and Ahsoka like, because uh, Ezra saved Ahsoka. Like the only reason Ahsoka is there is because Ezra saved her. So mm-hmm. I hope that kind of is mentioned in the series. Not that it has to be mentioned like every five seconds, you know. But mm-hmm. she could just say something like, "Remember when you kind of saved my skin?" You <laughs> know, something like that. Um, yeah. Because Ezra did save her, and yeah. and that reunion when Ezra's older. And Ahsoka just gets pulled out from fighting her master. And it's like, Ezra, you're older or whatever. And he's like, yeah, things have changed or something like that. And it's just yeah. emotional. And then you get here where it's like, oh, my God. Like, exactly when I'm like, why are they talking? Like, Ezra's standing right there. The whole reason they're there. Yeah, 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 and she's yeah. like, I would have missed this. For you. I was like, oh, that was that was, that was was very well done. Because I was, like, stunted. Yeah. I was like, what's going on? And very, very <laughs> nice, very nice uh, surprise there. Um, but yeah. yeah, I just felt emotional by that. Um, love, love that Ahsoka was standing in the middle, Ezra and Sabine to her sides. I'm like, man, mm. oh, man, just if if you like, 
let's go back and rewatch like Rebels season two when they're with, or I thought when Ahsoka first climbed down the ladders of the ghosts and met Ezra for the first time, it's like, ah, just, yeah, just, it genuinely touched my heart to see, to remember that moment. And he was just freshly scarred and everything into the moment Mm. where they are now. And I'm just like, yeah, this is great. Like, this is, oh, very touching to the heart. And obviously, um, it, as a big Rebels fan, just a big week today. Big week. Yeah. No. Oh, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful moment. Great, great, great ending to that episode. I can't emphasize enough. I was I was so ready for, for a Clone Wars or a Rebels uh, credit roll after after that yeah. shot of the community. That's so, because I felt like something was missing. I'm like, when the credits yeah. rolled, I was like, huh. But you now it makes sense because I was waiting for that Rebels ending credits. Yeah. Like, I was so waiting for it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, that's really the episode, but I think there's still a little bit more to talk about because, yeah, well, let's just say, let's just give some, this can be our finale predictions that probably won't happen or or what do do we think will happen? I'm going to start because I've been hinting at it all episode. I just have this feeling, the way Ezra keeps saying, I just can't wait to go home. I just can't wait to go home. It just makes me think that he's not going to make it home, whether he dies, whatever that is. But I have a solid feeling that the way that uh, the casual audience is going to learn about how uh, dangerous, I suppose, or how threatening Thrawn is, um, uh, is or how powerful, whatever, whatever, however you want to say it, is that he he is going to be successful in his mission of getting everything he needs and taking it back to the uh, to the actual galaxy, leaving Ezra, Sabine, Ahsoka stranded, Hu Yang, maybe Balin and Shin stranded as well, uh, all those characters, and then. That'll sort of be the cliffhanger of okay, what are we doing now? Now that they're abandoned, there, uh, I don't know. That's just that's not even necessarily what I want. That's just sort of the feeling I'm getting from Ezra continually saying, "I just can't wait to go home." It just makes me feel and fear that he's not. Um, so that's I guess that's my 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 big prediction. But I don't know. What are you thinking? Yeah, I last week again he said, uh, "I can't wait to go home," and then. Uh, which was a callback to his hologram when he was like, I can't wait to come home, yeah. uh, that he left the Re- the Rebels team in, in the finale of Rebels. And then he said again this time, like, I can't wait to go home or uh, I'm going home or something like that. And I'm like, hmm, they're saying this off <laughs> awfully a lot that I'm kind of getting a strange feeling because I felt the same. I'm like, I don't yeah. think he's going home and it's the finale. I'm like, eh. Um, I could totally see them being stranded out there and having the fight with Thrawn, but but I don't like that. Also leads to a bigger discussion because this, I do you think Thrawn escapes and into the escapes that galaxy? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, I think so too. Like, there's no doubt. Like, there's yeah. genuinely no doubt they didn't bring back Thrawn so he could lose, yeah. at, at least not so quickly. Um, so I think he'll, he'll be the big bad of the Filoni movie. I'm yeah, like, he will. You know, so sure of that. Yeah. Um, so there's no way that I'm just trying to see how it plays out, but maybe the whales come back and, and they pick them up and they go, they go back again through the mouth. Um, but, but I would totally be elated if the whales came back, destroyed the hyper ring. And we're back where we start. <laughs> I don't know that like they would just be all stranded there, and maybe Ahsoka would get the whales. But I mean, hey, if Ezra used the whales to um, like destroy the Star Destroyers, the blockade, and then take the Star Destroyer with Thrawn in it and throw them somewhere else, like who's to say they can't get the whales to come back and destroy the Hyper Ring and destroy the yeah. Star Destroyer and take it somewhere else? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I hope the whales are not used like I'm sorry. I hope the pergil are not used <laughs> like that again because I think it was not it was a one trick pony, but I just I definitely think that was its own special thing where I'm like, oh my god, that was like wacky, goofy, crazy, unpredictable, like unseen, but that was at the end creative. If they did it again, it'd just be goofy to me. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't. I don't have really any crazy predictions. I really don't think they even brought Ezra back to kill him right away, at least. 
I think oh, he'll at least. If I do, come on, that's just not fair. We're turning off the TV. That's what's yeah. happening. <laughs> we're, we're, gonna, off, we're turning we're, off Star Wars forever. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to turn it off. Um, so I hope that's not the case either. But I, yeah, I don't have any crazy predictions because there's so much happening that there's just too much to, not too much to keep up with, but just too many bets to put on the table right now. Like yeah. everything is everything is possible. And exactly. um, I have a strange kind of, I don't know, like I totally saw Ahsoka die in this episode for some reason. Mm. I don't know. So w- imagine she dies in the next episode. <laughs> Oh man, I think yeah. I don't. Know. I hope I, not. Not 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 when I'm starting to really like Rosario Dawson's Ahsoka. Like really, really like. Yeah. I hope I, not. I don't think they're gonna do. That. I think Ahsoka. I think her man. This is a whole other discussion. But I've been building this theory from from my own thought plus from things I've been seeing online that Ahsoka will finish this Mando verse, uh, potentially dead, but she will be like the new daughter of of Mortis or something like that. And I don't. I think there's too much to cover. Not saying, oh, that's definitely going to happen, but I'm like, I just, I can't see them killing Ahsoka in the next episode at all, but especially because her story won't come to a satisfying close, I feel like. But I literally wrote in my notes, anything could happen. Like, I'm just saying one bit of it. There's still so many characters at play, and what I said could be completely <laughs> redundant next week. So, um, yeah, but before we go, let's uh, let's rate the episode. Um, I'm going to, you, you go first. What, what's your rating of episode seven? Damn. I, I rated last week's a nine out of ten. Yeah. And I like this one better. Nine and a half out of ten. Wow. Okay. I think I'm going to stick with nine just because it just feels right. And this whole series just feels like a nine out of ten to me. And it felt just the, on par with everything. I would so give it a nine. I just, last week, I, I just really liked this episode a lot more than last week. And I'm, I'm not the, I really, I thought last week's was great, but I genuinely was just like, vibing with ahsoka's like hero heroic moments and and ezra and sabine and then thrawn's evil moments i was like man like all around it i just felt like everything was a 10 10 10 um so i just really like this episode um yeah i think i'm gonna have to give it nine and a half very nice. All right. Well, that does wrap up our Soka Off show. We've got one left. Next week, we're doing things a little bit differently. We are going to release a kind of like we did with Mando Season 3. We did it with Obi-Wan, I think. We'll have a, you know, we'll, we'll drop a video as soon as we've watched the episode, which will be straight away, maybe 10 to 15 minutes, talking about our immediate reaction and then the day after. So, Wednesday, if you're living in the US. Uh, we'll do a live stream at some point in the evening, which will just be our normal Ahsoka after show. But of course, you can get, engage with us in the comments. That's the plan uh, as of now. If it changes, we'll let you know on the socials. Um, so yeah, make sure you tune in for that. We're so excited for next week of Ahsoka. Um, yes. So much to talk about, so much to dissect. And yes. uh, yep. And uh, I just want to, I forgot to say this at the beginning of the show, sure. yeah. but thank you uh, Hasbro oh, for yeah, sending this my way. Yeah. Uh, they sent me a whole box of Ahsoka to celebrate the release of Ahsoka, and this Black Series figure doesn't come out till November, apparently. So I'm like crazed out. Like I'm, a, I was a kid collecting all these figures and stuff, and they sent this to me, and it doesn't come out till November. Yeah. Like, isn't that insane? So right, they, make sure you lock it in your safe because uh, I'm gonna come <laughs> nab it from your shelf. <laughs> Like, I don't even yeah. want to open it because this is season three Ezra and season four Ezra. And yeah. obviously um, oh, that's awesome. they have Iman's face on here. But but this is just great. So shout out Hasbro for sending me a care package of all the Hasbro stuff. And and they sent, they sent me a T6 shuttle after the episode. I want to open it and play with it because that was great action that we got this week. And obviously looking forward to next week and the finale. And we're in for a crazy, crazy time. Um as I like to say for every finale, because the setup is usually good. I, I even for all the for all the series, the penultimate episode of the season has they've all like stuck the land. Even in Mandalorian season three, we're like, oh, this could go somewhere. Like the Supreme Council here of the Imperials, like this this could go really somewhere, and it just it didn't. But <laughs> we have that optimism. So and and for me, Ahsoka has just hit every single week I, I think the episodes have been like from great to amazing so um next week is going to be great and as Ari said pay attention to the socials because we'll be posting um some of the updates of what we'll be doing and whatnot so yeah 
absolutely. But yeah, that uh, that wraps us up for today. If you haven't already, please like uh, the video if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe uh, to the channel, all that. Leave a comment. Let us know what your thoughts are. We, we're uh, we're not the best at, at responding, but we will we will get on top of that and uh, love engaging with you guys. Uh, if you're listening on a audio platform, please give us a five star rating. It goes a long way to supporting the show. You can follow Mike at all underscore Star Wars on Instagram. You can follow me at Star Wars underscore Exchange on Instagram. But most importantly, get around the podcast page at the SW Exchange on IG. So that's where you can find us. Uh, and but yeah, I guess the number one spot to find us is is on this channel next week covering the finale. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Looking forward to it. We'll see you all then. But uh, before before that, may the force be with you. See you later. Adios. Oh, lovely. Sweet. Oh, I still got it.